today on First Cup, we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about, but we're also going to celebrate the 48th anniversary of Enter the Dragon. Stick around. i got to pour some coffee here. All right. In three, two, one. Good morning, everybody, and welcome. Today is Thursday. It is August 19th, 2021. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Very hot, but very good. Well, I got to say, good morning, Francis. Francis says, good morning, wishing everyone a wonderful day. I wish the same. I have a headache. You know why I have a headache? Doing break falls on mats last night. Do you know why I was doing break falls on mats last night? Because I went to karate. New school, new class, new style, new people. Ahead of the time. I think this is going to work. It's mildly inconvenient uh, where it's located. It's uh, a little over an hour away. That's okay. I think it's worth it. And I'm at least going to find out. I'm going to go for a little while and see what happens. See how it goes. Good morning, Daniel. <laughs> Why were you doing break fall? on mats because if you don't break fall it hurts that's a very good point it really is uh good morning daniel daniel says good morning um it's a, a school in uh, lebanon new hampshire i don't want to you'd be able to figure it out with a little bit of research if you really want it but i'm, I'm not going to name the school publicly um because i'm not ready to do that well, look at all these people coming in. Good morning, Tommy. Good morning, Chris. <laughs> Chris says, good morning. I was banned for seven days because there was a post on Facebook that asked what kind of skills I had. So I posted the famous quote from the movie Taken. Shake my head. Ah, uh, that's disappointing. I, I have to say, um, and I mentioned this on First Cup, and I'll mention it again. I know someone who tried to sell a pair of snake skin patterned shoes on Facebook Marketplace and it was taken down. So she appealed because they claimed that they were live animals. The appeal didn't change anything. They said, no, no, these are live animals. I'm sorry, I don't trust Facebook. I don't trust Facebook to do anything uh, in the vein of uh, um, determining what is accurate information. Here's a, a another example. Sorry, Chris, that sucks. Uh, Jenny, good morning, Jenny. Look at all you guys. We've been getting far more of you coming in on Facebook than on YouTube, and I think that's super cool. Means we probably should have done it sooner, but. We didn't. Now, for all of you, no matter what platform you watch, please remember, and I, I don't like to say this every time, but if you like 
thumbs up, whatever, that helps the show spread. Uh, since we started doing this on Facebook, Facebook's been trying to get me to, um, to boost these videos. I'm not going to do that. It doesn't really make sense for what we do. But the more you like, and I mean, you all do a really good job commenting, but the more you like and heart and all these other things on Facebook, the more it triggers the algorithm to show it to other people who maybe aren't as in on whistle kick and first cup. So I appreciate that. Ooh, looks like we're going to end up with a Facebook discussion this morning. Facebook is getting interesting. I've had friends get bans for posts made literally years ago. Yep. And Daniel says, we tried to use Facebook four years ago to find our cat and they thought we were trying to sell it. Yep. But easier to comment and interact on Facebook than YouTube. I will agree with that. So you work with what you have, right? But this class, this karate class was fun. Uh, small class, mostly... I was told that a lot of people were on vacation. Uh, there were a couple of instructors, both very nice. And one of them I think I'm going to get along really well with. Somebody who who got it. So what I wanted to talk about with this is the fact that when I show up somewhere, when I go to train with people, I don't... I don't tell people what I do or what I've done. I don't have stripes on my belt. And this is not to disparage anyone who puts stripes on their belt. It's just, it's not my style. And I don't like to rattle off what I've done and where I've done it. Because when I give people my resume, one of two things tends to happen. They try to knock me down a peg because they think I'm bragging or they feel uncomfortable because let's face it in most circumstances, not all, most circumstances I have more overall experience than the person teaching, which is why I'm choosy about where I will go. But I find if I just say, you know, yeah, I've done some training. Yeah, I grew up with karate and let them figure it out. The good instructors, the ones I want to train with, whether consciously or unconsciously, they connect the dots that I want them to, which is I'm here to train. I'm here to learn from you. I'm not here to swing it around and feel big. It's not what I do. Um, It's not always easy. Last night it was a little difficult because they they asked me in like a half dozen different ways. Um, but one of them, you know, we're, we're like 20 minutes in a class. <laughs> Susanna is here. So Susanna in the chat is the one who introduced me to the school and, and we drove down and everything. So uh, I, I thank you. So she she's heard all this. She heard all this in the car ride home. Um, we're about 20 minutes in and we're, we're doing a little bit of partner work and I'm strongly resisting 
offering any corrections to the person I'm working with. Um, but one of the instructors comes over and he kind of looks at me, he gives me this puzzled face. And he's like, you've trained, which we'd already established. I told him that. I said, yeah. And he just stares at me for a second. He says, extensively. And I just looked at him for a second. I went, yeah. And he just kind of smiled and nodded and walked away. Great. That's all we need to say. We need nothing more on that subject. What else happened yesterday? Cut my hair. I didn't, but the grass is cut. We have a flash, flash flood, a flash flood watch. A, that, those words, flash flood watch. Fortunately, I live high enough, high enough up that that's not going to be an issue. Plants are going to be happy. We're kind of needing some rain. Not, not from a flood, but it's raining. Anything else? I had some meetings with some clients, just working on stuff. It was a good day. Oh, I have hiccups from coffee. It was a good day. But man, this headache. So once I'm done talking to you guys, I'm going to get some food in me and unfortunately take some aspirin ibuprofen, which I hate doing. I don't like taking, what's that collective term, analgesic? I don't like taking, I don't like taking anything. I like taking, you know, vitamins. I don't like taking pharmaceuticals. You know, there's like a bizarre number of people that die every year from aspirin. Like way more than you would expect. Um, what else we got? We got anything else I wanted to talk about? What's going on today? Got a meeting this evening. Like a like a networking sort of thing. Got a stack of meetings this morning. Like all these client things. Tommy says, I'm with you on the aspirin. Yeah, it's, I mean, I know this kind of headache. This is the kind of headache I get from certain movements in the gym if I, if I go too hard. And it just, it just kind of cranks up in my neck and it doesn't want to let go. And, you know, this is where I could go schedule a massage and that would help open it up. There are some things I can do to open it up myself, but. Um, lately it doesn't work solo, which is a bummer, but that's okay. I should try acupuncture for headaches. I get acupuncture once a month and acupuncture is great. I don't, I don't get headaches often. There's a weird kind of headache I get that, no, well, I'll tell you, you guys are all here. You, you hear my stories anyway, if you were. If you didn't like my stories, you wouldn't you wouldn't be here. So when I do shrugs, right? Shrugs building up in the traps behind the neck. If it gets too swollen in here, too inflamed from work, doing the work, it cuts off flow to my neck, to my head, and I get a headache. And this usually happens 36 hours after. It's not that night, but the, the day after. Uh, delayed onset muscle soreness is a real thing. 
But here's the reality. Here's the most interesting thing. Sometimes aspirin and ibuprofen don't help by themselves. You know what's surprisingly helpful? And I've isolated it down to these, and I don't understand why. And people say it's it's all in my head, but it's really not. Uh, Sugar-free monsters. As I burp, it releases the pressure in my neck. I can feel it. So I'll get one, you know, take a big swig, burp, and I can feel the tension release all the way from my forehead back to my shoulders. I've talked to numerous doctors about it, conventional and non-traditional doctors, and they all look at me and they're like, it doesn't make any sense. But there is something going on there, and I believe it's it's there's some bacteria in my lo- in my intestine, in my gut that is having a, a role in this. But we don't fully understand microbiome yet. Give it a decade. Susanna says, "Gross, Jeremy." Yeah. Oh, look at you guys in the chat. You are funny. I like seeing the the chat be active, you know, especially the fact that there's m- more conversation going on there than I can keep up with, because that means you're all, you know, making connections with yourselves and, and getting value from that. Um, Daniel, free training day, November 13th, 11th, 13th, that Saturday. Pretty sure it's 13th. Daniel Hartz. Daniel Eagles always already knows about it. I don't think there's anything else to say. So let's talk about Enter the Dragon. We did a profile episode on the movie Enter the Dragon a while ago. And that was as a result of early days, what was that, first 100, 150, 200 episodes, when I wasn't a very good interviewer and I really stuck to the, the canned questions we had. And there were a handful of movies that everybody mentioned as their favorite. Enter the Dragon, I think, was the number one. And we even did, uh, I did the the analysis and wrote up a blog post. And if you dig, you can find it at whistlekick.com. And it's full of, you know, factoids and whatever. And I know Frank gave us some, some information that we can discuss on it. I was a high school junior before I'd seen it the first time. My mother wasn't a Bruce Lee fan. Not that she had anything against Bruce Lee. We just didn't watch Bruce Lee movies. We both trained, but she was more into the the 80s stuff. You know, the the Van Damme, Seagal. The movies with guys without their shirt. Although I guess that is the entirety of Enter the Dragon, isn't it? I think I've only seen it once, maybe twice. It was fine. I liked it. But like a lot of movies, you have to be a certain age and kind of in a certain mindset when you watch them. I was too old when I saw Never Ending Story. I was too old when I saw The Princess Bride. I was the right age when I saw Karate Kid. And when I watch Karate Kid now, it still has an effect on me. Even though, let's face it, objectively, it's not a very good movie but it has a lot of meaning for me. Um, 
Susanna says, I found caffeine was causing the headaches. I gave it up and haven't had one since. Oh, Gabe's asking, what's today's episode? Thank you, Gabe. I forgot to mention this. Today's episode, Andrew and I talk about putting instructors on pedestals and this idea that instructors, sometimes from their own design, but not always, their students treat them they're on high, you know, as, as superior people. You know, they may be superior martial artists, and they should be if you're learning from them, at least in some way. But that doesn't make them better people. And we get into a lot of problems when we start to think about certain people as better people. Here's a great example. It's not even a martial arts example. When we start asking celebrities, movie stars, about their feelings on politics. Why do we do that? Why is that person more qualified? They're not. Their understanding is likely just as base as most of ours. But we have this expectation that because they're famous and they do something we can't, namely act in big movies, that they sh that their opinion is authoritative. But then when they say or do something completely separate from their ability to do the thing that we reward them for, i.e. acting in movies, we tear them down. Because we've lifted them up, and now we tear them down. And what would happen if we just didn't lift them up? What if we said, you know what? Pick your favorite movie star here. You're awesome at what you do, I really don't care about the rest of what you do. Maybe I care about how you dress or live because I find that entertaining, but I'm not gonna take your opinions on pretty much anything else because they don't matter. We do the same thing with martial arts instructors quite often. People go to martial arts instructors for advice on everything. Now, sometimes, that's appropriate. If that person, that instructor, is someone who you respect and someone has some, some wisdom about life. I'd be lying if I said people don't come to me and ask me for my advice, and I try to give good advice. But I don't pretend that I'm some guru about anything. There's a very narrow set of things that I think I know really well, and one of them has to do with martial arts, hence this company, and the other has to do with business, hence my consulting work. If you want my opinion on anything else, I'll give it to you as a friend, but I'm going to give it to you as an authority figure. So if you want to go deep on that, and you should, because this was an in-person Andrew and I episode, you can watch it on YouTube, you can download it in your podcast feed, you can, uh, what else can you do? You can go to whistlekickmarshalartsradio.com. You know what I find interesting? Here's a, here's a little bit of inside baseball for you. Here's how podcasts work. So we create a podcast. We make an episode. We upload it to a podcast host. In our case, we use Libsyn. We've always used Libsyn. And a shout out to them over there, including Greg, who works at Libsyn and has helped us out a number of times and actually listens to the show. Super cool. Um, there is then, there's a, a file 
a computer file that you specify this file has all the information on the podcast. And then you submit it to places like Google and Apple. But guess what? It's out there. It's available. So there are all these other websites and businesses and podcast players that grab the podcast feeds from all these people and places, and they make their own websites and their own players, and they try to monetize on that. The number of times I get emails all the time, hey, come set up your account at podcast home you've never heard of dot net and you can track your stats. No, thank you. I don't care about the stats on your website that nobody's heard of. It doesn't do anything for me. So there you go. Um, follow up to her comment on caffeine. Oh, I drink iced tea and coffee. I just drink decaf. It's not like caffeine has a flavor. That's true. Excuse me. See? I burped. Subtle pressure release in my head. I don't know, guys. It doesn't make sense. I could probably track down a functional medicine doctor and we could work through this, but it's not worth it. Not at this point. I need, I need more data because otherwise we'd be doing a lot of um, very speculative analysis and it would cost a lot of money. It's a lot of blood and uh, other sample work to be done. All right. Let's talk about Enter the Dragon, and I will send you on your way. Oh, um, I got an email last night. Somebody who often watches this show bought a couple mugs, and I want to thank them. And I want to remind all of you, if you go to whistlekick.com, you can grab a mug, and the price looks high. I think these are $18.99, or maybe it's the big ones are $18.99, but it's free shipping. And that was the thing that was killing us. Because the service that we, the system that we use for apparel and everything charges anywhere from like three to eight dollars to ship things. Now it's worldwide. So those of you internationally, you can get the mug with free shipping as well. Um, looking at you, Daniel. But when we originally set it up at like, I think it was like 12 or 13 bucks the shipping was killing us. You know, we were, we were losing money on every mug. And in fact, quite a few of you Pretty much if you bought a mug before a year ago, other than Frank, because I know Frank bought a handful of them at once. Um, but if you bought a mug over a year ago, we lost like 50 cents on that sale. <laughs> so um, I've tried to fix some things. So we make a couple bucks. You know, we're not getting rich on mugs. But And there's enough budget in there that you can use the code first cup 15. If you're not using the first cup code to buy a first cup mug, I don't know what you're doing. All right. So today, this is courtesy of Frank, as always. Thank you, Frank. Today marks the 48th year anniversary of the martial arts cinema classic Enter the Dragon. Here's some interesting facts courtesy of IMDb. The movie was made for $850,000, which uh, based on other things in there, that would be about let's call it four and a half to five million today that's nothing for a movie and took in over 90 million worldwide at the box office it's interesting if you start to dig into movie costs versus what movies make you see that we've got a lot of 
we don't have as many of these anymore, as many of these low budget, but high grossing films. You get things like Avengers that cost hundreds of millions of dollars. And while they make a lot of money, the they're not doubling, you know, it's like, okay, put in 500 million and we're going to give you back 300 million. Now, $300 million is a significant amount of money, but it's not double. Now, in the case of Avengers, uh, the last one, it was like 1.2, I think was where they cleared last I knew, maybe 1.3. But I think, I think Avatar still holds the record. That was an expensive movie. I think we get the next Avatar next year. All right. So Daniel's helping me out. Thank you. $15.99 for this one. $18.99 for the big one. Uh, I think the big one's like another four ounces, two, three ounces. It's a mug. It's, I mean, I will say it's held up. I only have one. It cleans fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It hasn't chipped. So it's made well, which is blows my mind because they're made on demand. You know, they do something and they print something on it. And I don't, I don't know how they do it. 12 and 15 ounce. Tommy's comparing Enter the Dragon with what I'm saying financially to Billy Jack. Billy Jack is a great example. And we've talked about Billy Jack. Um, Tom Laughlin, if I remember correctly, shot that film around and nobody wanted to make it. So he scraped the money together himself and made it. And I'll be honest, I want to make a movie like that. I have, I have a plot. I have the whole thing laid out. It would take a few people who really want to make a movie and it would probably take us $100,000. That's my guess. We could do it. It would take, a, it would take probably 30 days on the road, on a bus, big RV. We would need probably six to eight people, including camera people, editors, directors. I would star in it because if I'm going to put together a movie, I'm going to star in it. But is that the best use of our time on $100,000? No. No, because we haven't even cracked the formula of getting things going on YouTube that hit hundreds of thousands of views. So I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Daniel says, that's a lot of mugs. Yeah, it is. I don't think we're going to get there. Not with mugs. Adjusted for inflation, the film's box office amounted to around $544.8 million. That's a big movie today. That's a really big, and I don't, I don't just mean with where we are currently and theaters not always doing well and being open. That's a big movie. Any movie that did that today would be, would be quite notable. <clears throat> Bruce Lee actually struck Jackie Chan in the face with one of his fighting sticks. He immediately apologized and insisted that Chan could work on all of his movies after that. Unfortunately, Lee died before he could keep his promise. You know, I, I think I think we can watch Enter the Dragon in a few different ways. We can watch it as kind of the the cohesion of everything that Bruce Lee was. 
story acting uh, fights. I mean, it really kind of codifies into that film. We can also watch it as martial arts and how that movie not only changed, maybe created a genre to a certain degree, but we can also watch it as fans of all the people who were in it. It's quite a roster. And I should probably rewatch it. And this is where I get these ideas that, should we do watch parties? Should we have like a Facebook event where we all sync up and we watch the film together? You know, that kind of stuff interests me, but I don't know if it interests all of you. If it does, maybe we do it. It doesn't cost us anything. Tommy says, come on, uh, no, wrong button. There we go. Uh, my friend Sean Gallimore made Fight Ring. It made it, to the Amazon, made it to Amazon Prime. Not bad. Oh, cool. So maybe we know somebody. Uh, there's also a documentary brewing on Joe Lewis that I would love to do. And Dennis and I have had a conversation about it. We actually had an initial conversation. Um, but I know how difficult documentaries are. And so it's not the best use of time and resources right now. But at some point, we'll do it. Uh, Chris says, like a book reading club. Yeah, kind of like that. Uh, Susanna says, I would have liked to have watched the martial arts Olympics with someone. That would have been fun. Uh, Dennis, such an amazing roster. We're talking about Enter the Dragon. A watch party with this group would be amazing. I like the idea of a watch party. All right. So here, here's what I need from, from those of you watching now or in the future. I need you to let me know in some way, either you comment or you email me, jeremyatwilsonpick.com, or you message me, whatever. Let me know that that is of interest to you. And if we can have more than you know two or three people, I'll put it together. We, we, we can get some people. Ah, more coffee. We got one more fact, and then we're going to end. I'm going to send you on your way. <clears throat> I have to do some computer maintenance for somebody in another country, interestingly enough, at eight. An extra challenged Bruce Lee to a fight to see if he really was that good. Lee won the fight and sent the extra back to work. And yet there's no, uh, there's no footage of that. That's a bummer. Oh, looks like we just had a sale. Looks like it was a mug. I'm going to guess we know who it is. We're firing it up. Yep. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, and for all of you, it's because of Daniel that we have free international shipping on apparel because he tried to order something and it wanted to charge him like 30 bucks to ship a shirt. And I dug and I dug and I dug and I dug and I found out that the company we use, Printful, their shipping rates are flat no matter where in the world it's going. So I dug into Shopify and I fixed it. So you buy any apparel, anything that's basically that we don't inventory. If it's a shirt or a mug or whatever, it goes anywhere in the world for free. Anywhere the, po anywhere the, I guess the post office would go. Francis says, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Enter the Dragon. One of the most enjoyable elements is Bruce Lee's voice, which you won't hear 
in the other previous Hong Kong movies. Great point. Cool. Tommy's in for a watch party. So we got a, we got a handful of you. Let's let's see how it goes. Let's see who who shows up supporting that idea. All right. I hope you all have a great day. I hope you do good things. I hope you show up tomorrow. Excuse me for the Friday episode. And I'll talk to you then. Go watch that episode of Martial Arts Radio. Tell me what you think. Talk to you soon. Take care, everybody. Peace.